It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. The Locked On NBA Fantasy Minute is presented by PrizePix. PrizePix is the most fun you can have playing daily fantasy basketball and winning up to 25 times your money. Go to prizepix.com slash LockedOnNBA and use the code LockedOnNBA for a first deposit match up to $100. We are very much in the thick of the fantasy basketball playoffs. You might be starting it this week. You might be already in it. It might be a week away. And at this point of the year, with only five weeks left in the entire regular season, Playing the schedule is the most important thing. So this week, the Minnesota Timberwolves and the Los Angeles Lakers play two games only. So any fringe players you have from those teams, even guys, yes, like Kyle Anderson replacing Kyle Anthony Towns, that's not worth it with two games on. You need to be stacking extra games and you need to be looking at the teams with four games. You need to be looking at teams with games early in the week and then switching them out for teams with more games later in the week. Get more games in, play the schedule, be cutthroat with injuries and get players in to get yourself success for fantasy basketball. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. You are Locked On Thunder. Your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. From the studios of 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa, Oklahoma, welcome to another episode of the Locked On Thunder podcast. I am your gracious and humble host, Eric G., thanking you so much for making us a part of your day. Coming up on this episode of Locked on Thunder, we'll tell you why Chris Paul's appearance in ESPN's The Body Issue was more revealing than getting just to see his six-pack. We'll also tell you about a new player the Thunder have on a two-way contract and just how he could possibly help the Thunder throughout this season. The NBA 2K ratings are out because the game hits the shelves this Friday. We'll tell you exactly what NBA 2K is saying about the Oklahoma City Thunder, and I will make a very flimsy argument on why I'm right about the starting five based on the NBA 2K ratings and classification. And finally today, we will wrap up this show by telling you why Dwight Howard is actually worth rooting for. My name is Eric G. I am the editor-in-chief of Thunder Maven, which is a Sports Illustrated channel, and you can find that at basketballmaven.io slash thunder. I am also the co-host of the Pat Jones Show on 97.1 The Sports Animal in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Check us out every day from 11 to 2 at sportsanimalradio.com, or if you're in the Tulsa area, at 97.1. Chris Paul III is appearing in the ESPN Body Issue. That's the latest edition of the ESPN Body Issue. And I don't know if this is necessarily in the magazine itself, but at least online, there's an interview with Chris Paul. First and foremost, Let me just say this much. For a guy that is 34 years old and for a guy that we complain so much about the fact that he is making over $30 million a year at the age of 34 and the trade for Russell Westbrook for Chris Paul didn't help the the, the Thunder get out of the luxury tax, the guy keeps himself in really good shape. I mean, really good shape. If you're like me and you're over 30 or you're like me and you're over 40, 
don't pick up a, don't pick up a copy of the body issue because you're just going to feel bad about yourself. I mean, it's not as bad as seeing Gary Player in the body issue, but still, you're going to think that you need to hit the gym, and most likely, you're going to go join, you're going to overdo it, you're going to get hurt, and then you're not going to go back, and then it just starts a downward cycle. Okay, enough self-loathing. What was so interesting about this Chris Paul photo shoot was nothing about the photo shoot itself. It was the interview that ESPN.com posted about Chris Paul. And after reading this interview, I will tell you straight up that I believe that Chris Paul should be a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder for at least a year, if not longer, if what he said in ESPN's interview is absolutely true. And just to paraphrase it, and I would encourage you to go read it. We've posted it on Thunder Maven. Chris Paul says at the age of 34, he can rely on his competitive spirit and his friends to keep him going. And he approaches every single year as if somebody is looking to take his job. The thing I love about the fact that Chris Paul is saying that is that so many guys, when they get to the point where Chris Paul is, when you are making the kind of money he is off of basketball, off endorsements with State Farm, anything that he possibly has with shoes, you start to feel comfortable. That motivation just isn't there like it once was. And let's face it, you're Chris Paul. You've had a multitude of sitbacks with injuries. You're a guy that hasn't necessarily gotten along with his teammates. At one point, you weren't allowed to go to the Lakers. You were forced to go to the Clippers. You helped Dwight Howard stay with the Clippers. You were kind of the the NBA's it guy. And now all of a sudden, you're one of those guys that people look at and they say, you're making too much money, you're too old, and ultimately, what have you accomplished in your career? Guys like that can get beaten down, they can lose that chip on their shoulder, they can feel like the world's against them, and they can be so comfortable in their own shoes that they just don't care anymore. I don't get the sense. Now, granted, I'm just going off words that I read. But if I take these words that I read to heart, then I think Chris Paul ultimately still has that competitive spirit. There's still the will in him to want to win a championship. And if he can't get a championship, the worst he wants to do is be the absolute best he can be no matter what age he's at. He still wants to start, which I want that in every single guy. Every single guy that I bring into that facility, I want them to start. Chris Paul has all that has every single bit of it. And we talk about Shea Gilgis-Alexander needing a mentor. That is the perfect guy to mentor him, a guy that still has all that. Because what did we love so much about Russell Westbrook, other than watching him on the floor, it was that competitive spirit. It was that will to win, that Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant-esque type swagger that Russell Westbrook had that endeared himself so much to Oklahoma City fans. The superstar that had somewhat of a blue-collar mentality. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that's Chris Paul. If you were the person that rooted for Chris Paul when he was a Hornet and got to know him and loved him here in Oklahoma City, he's still that same guy. Despite the perception, at least with his words, he is telling you he still believes in all the things that got him here. So much so that he went vegan to keep himself in shape, like a lot of athletes are doing. Everybody's looking for an edge. He's a guy that early in his career ate a lot of fast food. Every day would eat McDonald's before 
going into the facility and then every afternoon eating Chick-fil-A, which I'm sure working out and the metabolism being what it is, he could handle that. Heck, I wish I could do that right now. But he's now vegan. He's taking care of his body. And ultimately, it's just now up to him to get inside the facility at Oklahoma City here in the next 20-plus days and show that that competitive spirit can is still in him and it can filter out to the team around him. But I feel much better. Again, it's just one interview. And ultimately, this is look, my opinion on this is as fluid as the situation with Chris Paul is. And ultimately, I could be sitting here in a few months telling you that, yeah, this is this is one of the worst decisions uh, that Oklahoma City and Sam Presti made. But hopefully, you are getting that guy that at least has the fighting spirit and wants to make his team better. And if that happens, it, I think we all kind of agree that the Thunder have an opportunity to win a lot more games than what people are really giving them credit for. Some news for the Oklahoma City Thunder today. Um, Devin Hall gets a two-way deal. He's a guard out of Virginia. Spent last year playing with the Oklahoma City Blue. What excites me about this is you've signed a guy to a two-way contract that shot 42% from beyond the arc this past year. Now, the Thunder are already a better three-point shooting team now than they have been in the last two or three seasons. But you add this guy to the mix where the Thunder are, in my opinion, a little thin at shooting guard. Because if you think Terrence Ferguson's a a three, he can kind of play shooting guard. You've got Hamadou Diallo, which, hey, fantastic player, but not a guy that we saw really a lot of shooting skills from last year. And you're looking at Andre Robertson. No, what you need is a true two guard and Devin Hall might actually give it to you. And now here's another guy that we can keep an eye on in training camp when it starts to see if he can possibly pan out and play with the Oklahoma City Thunder. I'm anxious to see if this guy actually gets a lot of playing time during the preseason. And if he does, does he show enough that the Thunder kind of not only have him on that 45-day contract, but throughout that 45-day contract, is he the type of guy that the Thunder could ultimately just sign and make him a full-fledged member of this team? Or is he a guy that that the reason he's shooting 42% is because he's playing in the G League and really can't muster up enough talent or doesn't have enough talent to ultimately play in the NBA? This is the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Eric G. Coming up next here on the Locked On Thunder podcast, I am going to I'm going to make one of my flimsiest arguments yet. However, it will be highly entertaining and I'm going to use NBA 2K to tell you why my starting 5 is better than what ESPN is trotting out there for the Oklahoma City Thunder. It's all right here on the Locked On Thunder podcast. This Locked On podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus 
free shipping on your first box and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm Eric G. It's not quite Christmas Day, but it's almost as big as Christmas Day. And I'm talking about this Friday, September 6th, when NBA 2K20 hits shelves. This event, look, first of all, it's huge in my house because my youngest son, Alex, plays this game nonstop. And I will tell you, just like as someone that doesn't play a lot of video games, uh, but does enjoy the occasional Madden game because it's the only game I can beat my kids at, NBA 2K is by far and away the best video game that's out there. One, it's the most realistic as far as the way that the graphics and the players look. Two, the coolest thing about NBA 2K is when you get to play at the peak, you get to hear the OKC chant. And for some reason, I still get chills when I hear that. I also love the fact that you can, you know, in this new game, we're going to be able to play with the new Thunder City uniform, but I'm getting off on a tangent here. Let's talk about NBA 2K. One of the reasons why it is so big and almost as big as Christmas Day is, one, as people are playing this game, and I know that there are professional gamers now, they are becoming more in tune to what the NBA is. And depending on how these ratings are set out or how guys have gone around building their team, they want to see how these individuals are actually playing. So if you're into NBA 2K and that is really your basis for getting into the association, I think you're more apt to watch the association after playing this video game than necessarily you are before it, especially if you haven't been a sports fan before. So it's just another way for the league to grow, the league that I ultimately think is the best in all of sports. But here's something interesting about the NBA 2K ratings. First and foremost, Shea Gilgis-Alexander listed as a point guard, the number 25 point guard overall. Chris Paul, you're wondering where they have Chris Paul? At 34 years old, after appearing in the ESPN The Body Issue, Chris Paul Number 11 on that list. And yes, he's behind Russell Westbrook, but you've got two. Two of the top 25 point guards, at least according to NBA 2K, in Oklahoma City. You've also got the fifth best dunker, according to NBA 2K, in Hamadou Diallo. The 14th best center in Steven Adams, which I would expect, of all the guys on Oklahoma City, I would expect their rating to fluctuate the most this year. It's probably Steven Adams. I think early on, especially when Chris Paul plays, you'll see that number go up because Steven Adams is going to average more points than probably what he has in the past. He'll also have an opportunity to rebound more without Russell Westbrook being there. He didn't have to clear out the lane for Russ. He can actually grab rebounds. But then again, if Chris Paul leaves and Shea Gilgis-Alexander turns out to be more of a ball-dominant point guard or a score first point guard, then I think you could see those numbers drop for Steven Adams. Finally, here's the argument that I wanted to make about my starting lineup and why it's better than ESPN, and that's because Danilo Gallinari is the number nine small forward, according to NBA 2K. Let me repeat that. Danilo Gallinari is the number nine small forward, 
according to NBA 2K. Not four, he's a three. And you look at the depth chart for ESPN and about any other depth chart that's come out for the Oklahoma City Thunder, everybody has Gallinari playing the the four. Even Josh Lloyd, our fantasy guru here on the Locked On Podcast Network, says Gallinari plays the four. Everybody's got Terrence Ferguson starting at three, SGA starting at the two, Paul at the one, and of course, you know where Steven Adams is. So... I've been thinking and I've been pushing this idea ever since the Thunder signed Danilo Gallinari, and that is that he is a three, not a four. And if you want to score, your best option is to have Chris Paul, Shea Gilgis Alexander, Gallinari, you start Muscala at the four, and then you've got Adams at your center. A lot of people don't agree with that. They want Gallinari to play the four, but I got NBA 2K on my side to agree with me that Gallinari is more of a small forward than he is a shooting forward. And going back to um, the Devin Hall, Devon Hall signing that the Oklahoma City Thunder made, we know that the Thunder, and I, I've said this much, I do believe that the Thunder are thin at shooting guard. If anything, the Thunder are really thin at the four position, especially if you play Gallinari at the three, then you really don't have anyone to back up Muscala right now, unless for some reason you think Justin Patton could be athletic and be more effective as a four as, than he would a center. But I love the idea of Gallinari playing the three. I just think he's too good a shooter not to have him out there on the wing. And I will be interested to see just how Billy Donovan works to get this guy open from beyond the arc. And especially since him and Shea Gilgis-Alexander already have a chemistry together and did a great job of building it at the Clippers. It's now time to take advantage of that here in Oklahoma City, um, even if it is to the detriment of our man Chris Paul in the way of minutes and him having to sit on the bench maybe a little bit more than he wants to. Still, all that being said, I'm getting more used to the fact that Chris Paul could be around here for a year, and I think it's better not. I think it's better than worse for the Oklahoma City Thunder to have this guy around a wall. But again, back to the the argument. NBA 2K, it's right here. And I've even got it posted on Thunder Maven. NBA 2K agrees with me. Gallinari at the three, not the four. Billy Donovan, I just need you to agree with me now as well. Coming up next here on the Locked On Thunder podcast, here on the Locked On Podcast Network, I'll tell you why Dwight Howard is actually worth rooting for this year. It's all right here on LOT. This is Jake from Locked On. Locked On has teamed up with State Farm to spotlight some of the greatest supporting players in NBA history. After beating the Heat led by LeBron James and Dwayne Wade in 2011, Dirk Nowitzki won an NBA title and proved himself to be one of the greatest basketball players of all time. But there was one player in the starting lineup for the last three games of the finals that helped support Dirk all the way to a championship, J.J. Barea. Led by J.J. and Jason Terry, the Mavs' second unit proved to be the strength throughout the playoffs, where they led the NBA in bench scoring, but for games 4, 5, and 6 in the NBA Finals, Mavs coach Rick Carlisle inserted Berea into the starting five to help the Mavs space the floor and put more playmaking around Dirk. J.J. Berea had a knack for running the pick-and-roll with Dirk that helped the Mavs score more efficiently on their run to a title. Dirk Nowitzki couldn't score the way he did if he didn't have much-needed support from someone like J.J. Berea. Sometimes, you and I need that kind of support, too. Think of State Farm like a pivotal team player. When you need help protecting the things that matter most, remember the jingle and just say, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Thank you for listening to the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is the Locked On Thunder podcast. And coming up on tomorrow's show, Zach Lowe of ESPN wrote a very good article discussing Big Two versus Big Three. What is actually better for NBA teams? Better to have a Big Two or better to have a Big Three? I don't think it's just as simple as boiling it down to that There are some other things I think NBA teams need to do ultimately to win a championship. And if your goal is to be a dynasty, because apparently that's the only way you can be considered a great team or a great franchise, I'll tell you what those things are. That's coming up tomorrow on the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Excuse me, that's actually coming up on Friday on the Locked On Thunder podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. There's so many great stories this year in the NBA, and really every day the NBA is full of great stories, but one of the ones I'm most interested in watching outside of Oklahoma City is the rebirth of Dwight Howard with the Los Angeles Lakers. Right now, he's listed number one on the depth chart on ESPN. Uh, Will it be him? Will it be JaVale McGee? Not expecting to see DeMarcus Cousins back this year, not simply because of injury, but Dwight Howard is actually a guy that's worth rooting for this year. First and foremost, we forget that this guy's pretty much had a Hall of Fame career. I mean, when you consider the fact that he's an eight-time All-Star, eight-time All-NBA team, three-time Defensive Player of the Year, and then five-time member of the All-Defensive team, those are some pretty good accolades to have around you and probably good enough to get you a spot in the Hall of Fame. But when most people think of Dwight Howard, what they think of is the guy that screwed over Stan Van Gundy in Orlando, the guy that went out to Los Angeles and couldn't hack playing with Kobe, and then a guy that couldn't help the Houston Rockets get over the hump even with James Harden. That That's what people look at Dwight Howard is now. And now he's got an opportunity at the age of 34, same age Chris Paul is, to revamp his career and revamp his reputation with the help of LeBron James and Anthony Davis. And one of the reasons why he's so easy to root for this year is in a recent interview, he admits that he hit rock bottom this past summer in dealing with depression and being out of basketball. Said he got away from it. He wasn't really motivated by it. Didn't know if he had a future in it. And when guys go through that kind of transformation, it makes them endearing to people because it makes them more human. Dwight Howard was not seen as human for a very long time. Number one overall draft pick, great physique, had the smile. And he was that guy that, again, you go back, people say, oh, well, he's a great athlete, but ultimately he can't help your team win, and eventually he's just going to stab everybody in the back. Now he's got an opportunity to resurrect that. And will it ultimately make up for what he did to Stan Van Gundy? Well, that's between Stan Van Gundy and him. It's not between you or I and Dwight Howard. And if you get the opportunity to just contribute and help the Lakers win, not even win a championship, because most likely the Lakers aren't going to win a championship this year. But if you can just be a good soldier, go out, play hard, Ultimately, have LeBron James say good things about you because when LeBron puts his waves his hand over you and gives you that blessing, it just makes you that much better. When all that happens this year for Dwight Howard, then eventually his career will be ultimately resurrected. 
But to go through everything he did, to be the pain in the butt that he was at several stops around his NBA career, and it's another thing people probably think of him as as a journeyman, but to go through all that and then now finally have the opportunity to put it right and and look in, more importantly, look inside himself and realize, yeah, it was him. It wasn't everybody around him. It was him that had this that made this situation so difficult that makes him rooting for he's become a person that you can relate to and if you can relate to someone you're going to like him more therefore you're going to root for him more don't know if anyone's going to bust out these new laker 39 jerseys that he's wearing and if you're wondering about the significance of the number Dwight Howard will be the first person in Laker history to wear the number 39 and he didn't want to go back to his old number 12 because he just felt like that just brought up too many bad memories for Laker fans. So again, still kind of a calculated guy, still a very not kind of, still a very calculated guy, still trying to run from his past a little bit, but to a certain extent he has looked inside himself, he sees what the issues are. And now you've got a chance to correct all that. And what do we love in this country? A good comeback story. Coming up tomorrow, Big 2 versus Big 3. Is it just that simple? We'll tell you on the Locked on Thunder podcast. Until then, may God bless you and your family. Everybody love everybody. Peace, love, and thunder up. You are Locked on Thunder, your daily Oklahoma City Thunder podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.